All right, folks, welcome back to that last half hour here of Gesundheit with Jacobus. And this time I pushed the button. Good morning, Glenda. Good morning. All right. Uh, can you imagine? The song was written in the late 60s, right? Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. So teacher children was already concerned then. Yep. Quite something. Glenda Noyes, executive director of the uh, Gallatin County Casa Gal program located in the Law and Justice Center on South 16th. And the telephone number to get in touch with Glenda is uh, 582-2051-406-582-2051. Now, for those of you in Park County who would like to call your CASA office, it's Ann Schilling, and her number is 222-4904, 222-4904. Now, Glenda just handed me during the break another number, which is important to write down, if you are witnessing any child neglect or child abuse, there is a statewide toll-free number that is to report these instances. And you can uh, go there. That's 1-866-866-8. So we start all over again. 866 5437. So you can call those people over there. Glenda, um, I know it is, uh, you, it's hard for you to be away from your foster son <laughs> for a long time. So I'm glad for all the time you are spending with us, uh, this morning. I, uh, we were talking about, I would like to talk about ACEs and to, to give people an understanding what this entails, please. Okay. ACEs stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. And there was a study that was started in 1995, um, and it included 17,000 participants that they have tracked since then um, to try to determine the um, effects of childhood adversity on population health and well-being. Um, They were... The conclusion of that study is that ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, can lead to impaired neurodevelopment and, um, you know, problems with social, emotional, and cognitive adaptations and lead to risk factors for major um, disease, disability, social problems, early death, that kind of thing. Right. Um, You know, the, the, the results of is that the prolonged exposure to those adverse experiences creates toxic stress. And toxic stress in the brain, it, it actually physically impacts the brain. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that stress hormone like cortisol that builds up and is there, you know, it's it's good for fight or flight if you're encountering a bear, but they say if, you know, you're going home at the end of the day to that bear every day, you know, that's not... It's not healthy, and it's it's it has huge impacts on, on the developing brain of a child. Right. Um, you know, the ten most common aces are physical, emotional, and sexual abuse, physical and emotional neglect, mental illness, and that's on the part of a parent. So you're thinking if if you're taking this study about your childhood, um, mental illness, an incarcerated parent, domestic violence against the mother, substance abuse by a parent and divorce. Um, they were actually able to also determine that the de- witnessing domestic violence against the mother 
has the strongest impact on a child oh. long term, even over sexual abuse, which really surprised me. Wow. Um, it's there's a 10 question um, mm-hmm. survey that they give people to determine what the ACE score is, and anyone with a score over four is at much higher risk for things such as alcoholism, lung disease, coronary heart disease, drug abuse, uh, mental health problems, obesity, workplace problems, that kind of thing. I have the questions in front of me. Shall I I say to it? Sure. Okay. Uh, The most important thing to remember is that the ACE score is meant as a guideline. If you experience, and by the way, you can go to a website that is called aces 2 High. Dot com aces too high a c e s two t o o h i g h aces too high dot com. Uh, the most important thing to remember is that the ACE score is meant as a guideline. If you experience other types of toxic stress over months or years, then those who would likely then those would likely increase your risk of health consequences. This here we go. Prior to your eighteenth birthday. Question number one, did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often swear at you, insult you, put you down, or humiliate you, or act in a way that made you afraid that you might be physically hurt? Question two, did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often push, grab, slap, or throw something at you? Or ever hit you so hard that you had marks or were injured. And by the way, I want to, before I go to the next questions, want to let you know that this is prior to your 18th birthday. So there are people who are full grown adults dealing with their own life, children, and still deal with trauma. These questions go for you as well. This is not just for a child today, this is for anybody dealing with memories that they now realize could very well have to do with child abuse or neglect. So go to that website, ACES Too High, and go to the questionnaire. Number three, did an adult or person at least five years older than you ever touch or fondle you or have you touched their body in a sexual way or attempt or actually have oral anal or vaginal intercourse with you? Four, did you often or very often feel that no one in your family loved you or thought you were important or special, or your family didn't look out for each other, feel close to each other, or support each other? Five, did you want to read any of them? You got them in front of you? You can go ahead. Okay. Five, did you often or very often feel that you didn't have enough to eat, had to wear dirty clothes, and had no one to protect you, or your parents were too drunk or high to take care of you or take you to the doctor if you needed it. Six, were your parents ever separated or divorced? Seven, was your mother or stepmother often or very often pushed, grabbed, slapped, or had something thrown at her, or sometimes, often or very often, kicked, 
bitten, hit with a fist, or hit with something hard, or ever repeatedly hit over at least a few minutes, or threatened with a gun or a knife. I mean, you hear a question like that, what is going on? Number eight, did you live with anyone who was a problem drinker or alcoholic, or who used street drugs? Nine, was a household member depressed or mentally ill, or did a household member attempt suicide? That's another big, big issue. Number 10, did a household member go to prison? Add up your yes answers, and that is your ACE score. And like you just said, Glenda, noise, you said uh, if you go over four, then right. you could have, and there are people who score 10. Yep. Yes, I was at a conference last fall where one of the presenters had an ACE score of 10. Was you know? that a young man then who... Uh, grew up in this area and now works in Washington. I believe that He's I believe like 30, that he has an A score of ten too, yes. but that's not the person who specifically. Not, okay, but you know the Skyler who you're right, talking Skylar. about and the woman that was um, speaking at this conference. You know they were able to overcome that adversity mm -hmm. and make big changes in their lives, but without some kind of intervention at some point, without having someone who um, could step into their lives and provide, you know, a healthier connection and relationship with them, that was would probably not be the outcome for them to go on to lead real successful, healthy lives. And, and the ACE study has shown that, you know, things like heart disease actually are increased substantially from from just the ACE score. So right. there's there's a lot of physical effects and you were you <clears throat> hesitated on the on the question number nine, which dealt with mental illness. Yes. I was just at a conference this week where one of the pre presenters talked about a study recently done in Canada where they did EEGs on six month old babies oh, wow. on their brains. Oh. And the one group was um a group of babies who had mothers with diagnosable depression. Yeah. And then the other group did not. You know, they had, you know, mentally healthy mothers. And the size of the brains of every baby in the group whose mothers had depression was oh, substantially smaller. smaller. So that just shows, you know, in six months of life, yeah. how just you know, living in a home with, with a parent with mental illness was already significantly impacting the growth of uh, and development of their brain, which is it's just really sad. Yeah. Hey, you cannot stop anybody from being a parent. Nope. You know, but it's uh, you sometimes wonder. Right. And mental illness, that's beyond their control, though there are ways sure. to get help. And that's in our program where we're always working to try to help those parents to get to a place of of better help if they're willing to use the resources that are available to them. But Is there any uh, study, folks, 522-8255, It's so interesting to talk to Glenda, and there is, I have another 10 pages we can go through. Um Five two two eight two five five. If you want to ask Glenda Noyes, the executive director of Casa in Bozeman, right here, a question. You are tuned into News Radio AM fourteen fifty KMMS, where Montana talks. 
We're broadcasting as well in Park County, Livingston, Paradise Valley at uh, AM 1340 KPRK. And we appreciate all of you tuning in on the internet at kmmsam.com. If you'd like to send me a email and with a question, do so at jacobus at kmmsam.com. Jacobus, J-A-C-O-B-U-S and at kmmsam.com. Glenda Noyes, uh, her office number is 522-5032 or something. What was it again? So, yeah, 2051. Five, that's close, so close. I was so <laughs> close. I got the numbers close. 582-2051. I'm looking right now. And in Park County, call Ann Schilling at 222-4904. If you need to report child abuse or neglect, there is a statewide toll-free number. That's 866 820 37. Goodness gracious. The uh, I've seen in high school that children are sometimes walking around with a baby, like a uh, a doll, that they really have to take care for. Yep. I, I forgot what the program is called, but is that a is that actually a class in our high school where children are being taught about parenting? Yes. It is. It's a child development class, and actually my foster son just did that. He brought brought the baby home for the is weekend right? and had to care for it and it kept us up at night and really <laughs> he, he did definitely got to experience you know the difficulties of being a parent he he was frustrated he said but you don't it's it's all the difficulty without the joy because of course the baby's not snuggling you and things like that but right. um it definitely is a good demonstration of you know, you've fed them, you've diapered them, you've patted them on the back, and, and they're still not necessarily happy for periods of time. And so they, you know, they have to learn that everything else has to be put aside to to take care of that infant's needs at that moment. So these are special uh, babies that make noises or they have timers in them or something? Yeah, they, they, the student wears a wristband that is you know, electronically associated with that baby. So as soon as the baby starts to fuss, he would have to put the wristband up to the baby somewhere. I can't remember where. So it would, <clears throat> excuse me, register that um, the appropriate person was caring for him. Uh -huh. So it wasn't like I could step in and care for him. Ooh. It had to be him that was caring for the, the baby. Yeah. And then he would go through various steps of, you know, feeding it a bottle or burping it or changing its diaper. It actually has diapers with some sensor in it, so he'd have to change out the diaper. Oh, you have to. Um, you cannot neglect it. No. It knows that you're taking and, it off and, and putting a new one back on. It's got some kind of recording in it, so it's recording how long you let the baby cry um, and and can re record what kind of interventions you did to try to to soothe it and that kind of thing, and then they get a grade on how well they did. And this has been a program that do you know how long this program has been going on? I don't. And I know for many years. Yes. Yeah. And and this is. Do you think that uh, maybe part of that is because of somebody? abuse cases and uh, and and maybe child protective service i don't know who got this going but it must have been some concerned parents in my quite, opinion quite possibly i think they use it as a pregnancy deterrent as well you know they're trying to teach kids that this isn't all fun um you know i think maybe some teenagers especially maybe girls maybe that's sexist um you know are like oh i want to have a baby to love and they don't 
really understand the realities of what that really means. Yeah, for 18 years, for yeah. sure, and so, beyond. We, That's I should, right. I should use this opportunity to give a plug. We have a person at the Galton City County Health Department. His name is Patrick Dugans, and he is called. His title is the Father Engagement Specialist, ah. and he was hired to initially to work with teenage fathers to try to teach them how to be more engaged in the lives of their children. And he also works with a lot of the fathers on our cases to help them learn how to be better parents, better fathers, that kind of thing. And he's an amazing resource in this community. So does he also teach at the high school? Does he, he does give not. A class? He does not. So the class well, is that- I guess I should say I, I don't believe he does. So then the classes are really uh, not just about taking care of the baby because there's only so many babies to go around, but it, it does really a class that, that, that teaches children what it involves to be a parent. Yep. And so that they know what they start on and that they're not only as a deterrent, as you say, but also as a prep, pre- preparation. Yes. Right. You know, I, and, and like I said, it's easy to become a parent. You know, that doesn't take very long. Right. You know, <laughs> but... After that, to too many people, based on some of these child abuse, many of these child abuse cases, uh, people are not taught how to be responsible right. in their own life because they don't realize the child's mind is simply a sponge. Right. And so that's why when you have a questionnaire like this, you realize that many children have simply witnessed stuff, not realizing that those are all part of abuse. That right that has affected them emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and actually can cause physical ailments. So it is important that we uh, that we check that out. Uh, we have a caller who would like to ask a question. We're coming very close to the end of the program. Uh, thanks, caller, for joining the program. What's your name, please? How can we help you? Yeah, my name is Joel again. Would you give that national web address? It's a, it's a statewide. Oh, the national web address. Yes. That is uh, CASA. Like house, like what you said earlier, casaforchildren.org. I did have. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thank you very much for the call. So this is, uh, you know, I really like, I'm glad we bring this up because this is an important thing to know that our community has become proactive. How about Livingston? Do they have a similar program in the Livingston High School? Because I do know I have heard quite a few stories about suicides in Livingston in the high school uh, bullying and otherwise, and uh, drug use by the parents and children sleeping in the truck because they cannot be in the house. Um, do you know of any program in Park County? I don't know. I I would assume the high school probably has a similar child development class, but I'm not. I I don't know that for sure. Well, if you are in Livingston and Park County, by all means, it is definitely something you want to check and see if there is something that can be done. Uh, if it doesn't exist yet, because this sounds like a great program. And, uh, you know, where Montana is dealing with so many suicides and poverty and issues where uh, there is dysfunctional families and we have so many young folks who are entering the military and who come back who are damaged and have no, no adequate support, but they went into the military, got pregnant, or, you know, were, became a parent um, now they have to deal with their own mental health issues, often the trauma, the PTSD, traumatic brain injury, and others. And at the same time, the feelings of guilt. And now you have to step in from day one, you become a parent. Not everybody is equipped for that. 
So right. whatever, wherever we can start, if that is not there, I think this high school program is a, is a great way to go. Yep. Yeah, to avoid a lot of this damage. And, uh, but still, we have too many. Any one is too many. Right. And so many, you know, we've come to realize so many of our, probably the majority of our, our parents in our cases have an extremely high ACEs score as well. So, you know, they, they aren't necessarily willfully neglecting their children. They've just had so many negative experience in the, experiences in their lives as well that they don't know any different also. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, ACES is a program. I know we're coming close to the end of the hour here, and that means that we're close to uh, <laughs> where we where we started. That means that we don't have all the solutions, but we definitely have a, have a bunch of options yes. out here. And that, to me, is just uh, amazing. Glenda, I really, really appreciate you coming in. I uh, We didn't get to talk about child pornography and some other issues that are really uh, on my mind that I'm thinking about when I saw it. I go like, oh, God, it's something else. But thank you so much for all the work you do. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we should do this again uh, just to keep the awareness going. I would love to. And uh, we'll, um, we'll, we'll talk more with you. And I again, I want to reiterate the number is 582-2051, 582-2051. The website is Gallatin County casagal.org casagal.org Park County and Schilling 222-4904 Folks, we're done. I appreciate you listening. We're going to be back next week Saturday from 8 to 11. Health experts witnessing them at the top of their game every Saturday morning on Gesundheit with Jacobus.